Well, the title of the, my message this morning is, You Shall Be Like a Tree. Now, uh, some people said you should be like a leaf and get blown away. <laughs> some people say you should be like a leaf and fall, uh, but that's not the title of the message. You should be like a tree. And um, I was wondering, what experiences did you have in a tree? <laughs> and some, everybody ever fall out of a tree? <laughs> what experiences, when you think of a tree, you know, whenever I was contemplating and going over this, I thought of the, the big um, oak tree. It was, no, it was an oak tree? No, it was a, what's, the, what's those walnuts? Walnut tree, how about that? It was a big walnut tree, you know, the big walnuts, you know? That's what it was, a walnut tree. We had this massive walnut tree in our, in our backyard, and, you know, all the, every fall it had those green walnuts, you know, and then you lay them on, let them rot or die out, and then you crush them. Of course, you didn't wear gloves. Your hands were stained for a month. Uh, so I, I, I thought of that tree, and I also think of also, you know, trees. You have swings in them. Have everybody have a tree in it? Tree in a swing, a swing in a tree. Nobody ever had that? Okay, all right, so. What else? Um, so what else are your experiences in a tree? Everybody, you know, I remember swinging from a grapevine in a tree, and they're not very secure. <laughs> Anybody been there, done that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Swinging out there as far as you can and out over the hill, and the thing breaks, and you're way out there, and... It's a long way down, <laughs> you know. That was before there was funniest home videos, <laughs> you know. You know, just kind of tumble down the road, down the hill. But uh, tree houses, there's even a, a show, tree houses. So a tree house then, or a tree, has to be very stable. There was a, an individual who found a tree at the top of a mountain and um, he was trying to figure out how old it was and so he was drilling into the tree and all that stuff and finally he you know in his whatever his uh, uh, foolishness or his desire to know he cut it down and whenever he cut it down they found out that it was probably the oldest tree living tree in the world and uh, I mean he, he received massive criticism for that <laughs> But so we find in trees a lot of different things. But also, what about, I, I think of trees, longevity. I think of shade, shade tree. How about birds in the tree? <laughs> That's a, a tree is a home for nests and birds and things like that. Um, what else? Oh, you can climb to the top of a tree to, find, to see off into the distance. Uh, the forest has a canopy of trees. The top of the trees are a canopy. So whenever we think about, the, uh, about a tree, we have perhaps many different um, symbolisms. Um, a palm tree has a very deep root that can... Uh, and one of the things about a palm tree is that it can... It, you know, we have palms in the back there. If you didn't get any for Palm Sunday, we'll have to get rid of those. But you can take them home with you if you like. But anyhow, you can't pull them apart. You may rip them in two and down the seams of their, of their strings or their fibers, but you can't pull them apart. And what happens in a, in a storm, such as a hurricane or so on, they don't break the tree. The tree will bend. Those fibers can stretch. But then after the storm is gone, it pops back up. 
And so the, the, the palm tree is a very unique kind of tree. It has a very deep, kind of like a, a core root that goes down, almost like a carrot. <laughs> I, you know, that's not a tree, but it's like a carrot. Um, we also have trees, palm, uh, oak trees and things like that, that have a big round ball, as it were, at the bottom of them for, for their root system. So we have many different concepts, of, I think, of, of a tree, and I'm sure you have, have some more. We use a tree for lumber <laughs> to build our homes. We have, you know, for wood, for building boats. Uh, I mean, so a tree has many different things. A pine tree, Christmas. Um, we ha- so we have many different ideas of what a tree is. Well, in Psalm 1, verse 3, it says, and, ye- and you, he, shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now, I know I've spoken on this verse, I don't know when, not too long ago, I guess. In my memory, it seems like a long time ago, but because last Sunday was Easter. Can you imagine that, you know? So, um, you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. You shall be like a tree. Hmm. You. You see, whenever we think of a, a tree, how big, how tall can a tree get? Well, it depends on the species of the tree. Yes, but it also depends upon the pot that it's stuck in. <laughs> you see, if you, don't, if you have a tree that's restricted in its, ability, in its, in its um, foundation where its roots can go, the tree's not going to get very big. Even if it be a giant sequoia, if you stick it in a little pot, it's not going to become a giant sequoia. You know, It's going to be restricted by its root system and where its roots can grow. There's even a, um, a bamboo tree a bamboo, I don't care, I guess you call them trees, uh, that when you plant them, it doesn't do anything for, was it three years, five years? I'm not quite sure. You look at it, and it seems like nothing's happening, but the whole time, the root system is being developed, and after it hits that mark of three or five years, it shoots up like 20 feet. So it's developing its root system. So whenever we think about our relationship with Jesus Christ, and we think about our faith, it is a developmental thing. Now, sometimes we have ourselves very restricted. We're in a pot. I know, not a crack pot. We're in a pot. And that pot is very restricting. And I think that our faith and our learned perspectives of religion and of of God very much restrict us in what we believe in our own personal development. It's, It's, to me, it's almost crazy to hear the different thoughts that people have about God. You know, you, you know, when you encounter them in various trials of their life, they have these things they, think they believe about God. And it's like, where did you ever hear that? Well, I heard it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not true, but they believe it. And it's very restrictive. It's very confining to their faith. So the psalmist here is telling us that you shall be like a tree. So whenever we liken ourselves, or the psalmist is liking ourselves to a tree, He's likening, he's likening us to a tree that's planted by the river. Okay, that means that the nourishment and everything that this tree needs to grow is already there. Its water supply is there, and generally, um, the ground around a river is very nutrient because in the flood seasons, the, the river overflows its banks, and it deposits new, new soil, and it goes back in and deposits new soil. So generally, the soil around a river is very nutritious. 
So the psalmist is saying to us, and you shall be like a tree. You know, not a dead tree. (laughs) You shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. Now, and what it says, it also says that you shall be, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. You see, this tree that is planted by the river is going to have fruit. Now, in our lives, we don't think, you know, sometimes uh, some people are a little fruity and we don't consider that much of a blessing, but, uh, <laughs> but in our lives, we're to be fruit-bearing trees. We are to be trees that, and, and, and the, the bearing of fruit is that we have something to give to other people. That other people come into our lives and they are there for a purpose to receive something from our tree. They're not stealing from it. They are, it's just a natural process that what we have is something that we can give. And that what we give has, has a life quality to it. Because if, if we think about um, how that God has said that he is the vine, that we are, he is the vine and we are the branches that we can bear fruit if we are separated from the vine. So that, that whole principle of being connected to God, having our root system in God, that the very life that is in us is more than just, uh, if you look at a tree, the life that is in it is more than just the bark and the wood that you see in front of you. It is, it is a, a, a very highly mechanized <laughs> system in which its roots are able to go down into the ground and in those roots that we dig up and look at it has the ability to take nutrients from everything that's in in its surroundings and transfer it in through those root systems and up through the trunk of the tree the whole way up to the limbs that are connected to it and that life that is in the tree does it just looks kind of natural it doesn't look like it's alive you know, you look at a tree, it looks like a tree. What do you mean? Is it dead or alive? Oh, well, look at the leaves. We know it's alive. So the life that, is in the, that comes from the root system flows through the trunk of the tree and up into the limbs and then out into the leaves. And hopefully that the fruits of fruit uh, trees did not get frosted last night and uh, killed. But we pray that they all survived and were able to bypass the frost and we find that that root system is able to transfer the nutrients from the, the very furthest point out through the whole system and clear up through the limbs and out to the fruit on, on the outside. Well, in our lives, we have a very natural way of living. We have a very natural lay of, way of living. You look in the mirror, you look at yourself, and you say, well, <laughs> it's not really that different. You know, he's just like anybody else, you know, he's... He's a person, she's a person, and, you know, just, we're just us. But you see, the life that is in us is the life of Christ. The, the, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. He will quicken your mortal body. It's like this, this, the life system of the spirit and, and the word are flowing through our lives. And it goes to the, the highest point of the tree, to the highest point of each, each fruit and it's there in every fruit. So everybody that touches our lives or comes in touch with us is receiving something of benefit. <laughs> They're receiving a blessing. They're receiving giftings. And you see, we have, you have a gift to give to every person. You have something to give of your life to other people. 
And, and we are, you know, the, the, the scripture says that if a vine is cut off from the tree, well, what is it? It's dead. Because the life is not in the, in the limb, the life is in the tree itself. Christian, Christ, Christ, we are Christians because we believe in Jesus Christ. Well, Christ's spirit abides within us, and that is the life-giving spirit that is inside of us. And so if we give a smile, if we give a handshake, if we say, you're blessed, you are. Because the life that is in you is able to give that life to another person and share it with them. And so it is like the seed of life, the, the seed being deposited in someone's, someone's life. And see, the, and, and bringing forth his fruit in his season. Now, if you back up to verse 1, blessed is the man. Blessed is the individual. And that means um, prosper, um, to reproduce, favor, grace. We find that blessed, that there is a blessing to the person who is planted by the river. When our lives are planted in Christ, we're blessed. You know, would you look in the mirror and say, boy, David, you're blessed today. You would say that about me, but you wouldn't say that about yourself. <laughs> because you would look at what I, what, you'd look at other people's things and say, well, anyhow, look at your own life and say, you know what? You're blessed. Why? Because you're not, you see, the blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. <laughs> that you're not going to stand, walk, or sit with people who are gossipers, who are always complainers, and who are always cutting people down. <laughs> Amen. Thank you very much. <laughs> that we're not going to sit there. We're not going to stand there, and we're not, going to, we're not going to allow other people to dump their garbage in my yard. <laughs> I'm not going to let them do it. Why? Because... I am planted by the rivers of water and I am absorbing, as it were, the nutrients of the soil and of the, of the water and I am, you know, being in church, being here is a blessing in itself. That you are adding blessing and favor to your life. You are allowing God to make deposits into your life just by reading or singing or hearing the word. We are making deposits into our life so that we will have and an understanding of what it is to be closer to God. It's not just by chance, it's by choice. <laughs> you know, we're not, we're not here by chance. We don't, I don't believe in chance, I believe in choices. And I believe that God is directing the footsteps of a righteous person. He said that he would. God will direct the, the footsteps of a righteous person. We say, sometimes we say, well, that's not me, I'm not that righteous. God considers you righteous. He considers you his child and that he would never leave you nor forsake you and he's never going to abandon you. And if it's, and if it's the last thing he does, he's going to touch your life again and again and again. He's going to call us to this place of relationship where we are in this relationship with God and that every day we can give thanks because we're blessed. Well, we say we're blessed before the blessing even comes because we're looking for it. But you see, the scornful, the, 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 the sinners, the, the, the circle of friends that are constantly planning to do wrong and, you know, the soap opera people of life, <laughs> that they're looking for difficulties and finding them, you know. But you see, we're not going to walk where people are <laughs> ungodly. 
Now, we can, we can go there and, you know, talk about God, but they, you know, we give them the seed, you plant the seed, and you go on. You don't live there. But, you see, we are going to be planted by the rivers of water and bringeth forth fruit in his season because we delight in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Now, most of the time, whenever we think of that, delights in the law of the Lord, we're thinking, well, that's the Ten Commandments. Don't do this, don't do that, don't go there. But the law of the Lord is also, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Nothing can ever separate you from me. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. That's a law. You see, the law of, of, of gravity is you throw something up, it comes down. <laughs> you know, the law of God is if you bless others, he'll bless you. If you give, it shall be given unto you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. That's the law. <laughs> you know, it's not, well, I did this wrong, I'm going to be punished. No, I did this right, and God is going to reward me. He's going to bless my life because I am a blessing. You see, I see how that he is going to bring, that I am going to bring forth fruit in my season. <laughs> you see, we have a season. Do you know that the life finally came back into the trees? How do we know that? Blossoming. But you know what? The life was always in the tree, even in the middle of the winter, when there appeared to be no life. God has called you, even in the winter of your life, in which you feel like everything is barren and, no, no, and it's gone wrong and all your leaf and everything has just gone away, the life is in the tree. And that in the springtime, in its season, it will blossom, it will bring forth fruit. And his leaf shall not wither. His leaf will not wither. In the fall, we're used to colors and leaves falling off and all that kind of stuff. But in, in our life, we just continue to bear fruit. You see, it's, it's kind of like uh, Revelation 22. In the midst of the street, speaking about, the, the, there is, well, we'll start with verse uh, 1. And he showed me a river, John the, Apostle, John the, uh, the Beloved is writing this. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. And in the midst of the street of it, on either side of the river, there was a tree, he was the tree of life, which bare twelve manners of fruit, and yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of nations. Did you realize that the leaf of your tree, the, leaf, the fruit of your life is for the healing of of nations, for the healing of relationships. Forgive as you have been forgiven. That's a law. And as we forgive as we've been forgiven, we are bringing healing. There is healing in the fruit of our forgiveness. There's healing in the fruit of our love and our compassion. There's healing in the good that we do because it's not about me giving with strings attached. It's about God flowing through me to touch your life because I've been drinking, I've been receiving of the river of life, the river of God, and it flows into my life. Why? How does that happen? I'm here in church and I'm hearing about it. And we not only hear, we feel a calling to live a certain way. See, this isn't history class. History is learning about events of the past. Learning about Christ is not about history. It's about the person of Jesus Christ who is living within our heart and that the Holy Spirit is 
bubbling up on the inside. And he lives and permeates every aspect of our lives, of our consciousness, and we then are called upon to agree or disagree with what his spirit speaks to us. So I am called to believe. I am called to accept what God wants to do in and through me. You see, and whatsoever he doeth, your leaf doesn't wither, and whatever you do, what happens? What is it? Whatever you do, I prosper. That's it, prospers. <laughs> you know, somebody had to say it sooner or later, you know. Can't you read? What's the matter with you people? Isn't it up there? Yes, there it is. Right there, the last word on this page. What does it say? Thank you. <laughs> and whatever you do is going to... How many get up in the morning and say, you know what, I think I'm going to fail today. <laughs> you know, it's raining out, and there's clouds and rain, and the, you know, all that bad stuff, and you go, this bad. No. I'm going to prosper today. I'm going to do well today. And well, what if well doesn't happen? That doesn't matter. I'm still going to prosper. <laughs> you can't stop me from prospering <laughs> because it is a law of God that he's going to bless my life. My leaf isn't going to wither. I'm drinking at the... <laughs> I'm sapping up the water from the river of life and it's flowing through me and everything that I touch, every shadow that comes, every person, everything that comes within my shadow is blessed. You know, because some people don't like your blessing doesn't mean that you're not blessed. It just means they don't like your fruit. But that doesn't mean your fruit's not good. The fruit of the righteous is, is a blessing, and the fruit of what we do in our life is the fruit of God working in and through us. The, uh, what is it? Behold, the righteous shall be recompensed in the earth because, because of what God has blessed us with. This is in, my printer wouldn't work this morning. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. This is Proverbs 11. It says, and he that trusteth in his riches shall fail but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. This is Proverbs eleven twenty eight. But the righteous shall flourish as a branch. <laughs> the, you know, um, grapes, grapevines, branch. It's, it's neat to watch. Uh, a couple of years ago, I did a uh, thing on the vines and the branches and the pruning of, of the uh, grape harbors and things. You, they prune those things so far back you would think that they're going to die. <laughs> but you know what? The, they don't die. They just start growing. And at the end, in all those branches, there's these clumps of grapes. <laughs> and the, you know, here, the righteous shall flourish as a branch. And the branch is flourishing, and you're the branch. You're not a twig. You're a branch. And whatever, is pros whatever comes out of that branch has life, the life of the branch, the life of the trunk, the life of the roots is in the fruit that is produced. And your fruit is something that is, a, is of, a, of a blessing. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. The fruit of your life is more life. The fruit of who you are is a, is a life-giving person. 
There's, there's all people wanting to, you know, squeeze the life out of everything. You know, there's no good in anything. Our world is going to hell in a handbag. And, you know, the, the Democrats and the Republicans, they're going to destroy this place. <laughs> Whichever one you choose. And, you know, we, the political system, the, the, the corruption, the, the drugs, the, it's all going to destroy this place. Yeah, it would. But there is the fruit of the righteous. <laughs> the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And no matter how much evil tries to destroy, God is there producing good through people, through individuals. And we sometimes think it doesn't count, but it does. Because when people eat the fruit of your life, they find hope. That it isn't, our world isn't in the hands of angry people. Our life and our world is in the hand of God. And people will make wrong choices, but we want to do the right thing for the right reasons and make the right choices. And the seed of the fruit grows more trees. <laughs> the seed of the righteous, the fruit of the tree, a fruit of the righteous is the tree of life. So we're reproducing what we are, the tree of life. And it goes on. Behold, the righteous shall be recompensed in the earth. It means that God is going to reward you. Where's that prosper thing at? <laughs> is it up there? Anyhow, we all know that word, and what is it? Prosper. Okay, but then here's another one. It says recompense. God is going to reward. God is going to bless. You see, sometimes we get in this holy bucket, <laughs> and, 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 and in that bucket, we haven't got enough room for God's blessing. All we got enough room for is God's vindictive character and he's going to get the world and he's going to send us all to hell and you better do this or it's going to be all over for you and our bucket is just squeezing the life out of us trying, when we're trying to grow our tree in a bucket that won't let us move. And God is saying, get out of the bucket. <laughs> Plant your tree next to the river of water where you can have as much life and nutrients and, and, as you need so that your tree can grow and be beautiful and produce fruit and your leaf isn't going to wither. It's not going to give up. It's not going to fall down. And the storms aren't going to take it out. It's just blessed to be there. Amen. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> I'm going to have to hold up a sign. Yeah. Amen, yes, yes, yes. That was good. <laughs> I'm going to prosper. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, uh, I got to tell you this stuff. You know, well, God is telling us. You see, <laughs> Proverbs 15, 4, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. <laughs> a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. That when you speak words of love and encouragement, you're giving people life. You're not making it up. You're speaking the truth of God's love that is inside of you and you're making a deposit of fruit into someone else's life. You see, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. Matthew 7 says, You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? You see, people are going to gather from our lives 
what we are on the inside. And we're not perfect. We're going to fail. We're going to, you know, <laughs> you know we're going to get pricked on the thorn bush. But, you know, but that's not who we are. There are thistles and there are, you know, there's problems and there are storms and there, you know, doesn't matter. It's all good. Because nothing can separate me from the love of God. It's the law. God has promised that he will withhold no good thing from us. That's the law. <laughs> so why are we looking for the other sh- shoe to fall or the, so we've got one foot in the grave and one on the banana peel. You know, why? It is that restrictive mentality that says nothing good will ever happen to me. But you see, everything good is going to happen to us. Because we belong to the King of kings and Lord of lords. We have the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. It's the same spirit that lives within our hearts and our lives. And he didn't raise us from this lost soul to just survive in a, in a, in a canister that doesn't have any life in it. He raised us from the death of our own soul to give us the life of his spirit and that life that he has given to us is eternal and I'm going to live forever in the presence of God. And you know what? I don't think he wants me to be sad about that. I think he wants me to be joyful about it. I I think he wants us to be thankful for it. And in the steps of our life, when things are not the way we think they should be, we're still going to grow because we're going to ask God to bless this mess, <laughs> that's a good one, huh? Bless this mess, and that he's going to turn it into good. Because it doesn't matter how bad I mess it up, it matters that he is the one who's going to turn it around for good. Because there is no way that God's Spirit does not recalculate <laughs> to get us to our destination. Just like the Garmin, <laughs> you miss the, miss the road. It just recalculates to take you to the point where you're supposed to be. In our lives, God has promised that he's going to recalculate no matter where I'm at. He's going to take me to where I need to be. And so you can't mess up enough to to not be recalculated. Amen. Okay, so. So our fruit is for a purpose. And that fruit of our purpose is to bless and to give life to others. The fruit of our life is the life of Christ inside of us. It isn't something we produce. It's something God produces in us. And we don't have to make it happen. It is a natural process in which our tongue, a wholesome tongue, is a tree of life, that it is a way that our life is given by what we say. We create every day. We create every day by what we say. So let's create good. Let's create what God's word is telling us to create. Love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, long-suffering, forgiveness, grace, mercy. I'm going to give it all away. And what's going to happen? It's going to keep coming back. Because the reservoirs of God are never diminished with use. You can't diminish anything that God has given to you because when you use it, it multiplies like seed in the ground. You plant a kernel of corn, you get an ear. (laughs) Sometimes two from one kernel. 
You cannot diminish what God gives you. And the fruit of your tongue, is what it says here, a wholesome tongue is the tree of life. It's a whole tree full of fruit. It's in your words. And your words say what's in your heart. And God, let my heart be after you. Amen? Let's stand. So you should be like a tree planted, growing, be strong, be fruitful, and fruit grows and means that other people need to pick it. (laughs) So plant your tree someplace where people are going to pick all your fruit and you're going to grow more. Amen? God, thank you for your word. Causes us to see our life differently. God, from your perspective. And from your perspective, Lord, there is nothing, nothing that has caught us, caught you by surprise. And God, there is no problem that we face that there isn't a solution. And there's no point that we've reached in our life that you can't recalculate to get us back where we need to be. Thank you, God, that you are so magnificent. (laughs) You are so gracious in your giving to us, not because we deserve it, but because you're so loving, and God, you love us that much. You look beyond our faults, and you continue to bless our lives because we are your child. Amen? God, I'm yours. <laughs> I'm your child. Everybody say, Jesus, I'm your child. Try it one more time. So he's going to bless you, just like a son and a daughter should be. <laughs> Amen?